This is the Affirm America podcast, where we stand up and speak out affirming American excellence. Coming to you deep in the heart of the Midwest, located in an undisclosed log cabin on the outskirts of town, your host, Marquis Vandemark. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Affirm America podcast. On this Wednesday morning, the last day of August 2022, well, we got a really great string of beautiful days coming up here. Blue skies this morning, not a cloud in sight. Nice sunrise coming up over the horizon. Hey, thanks for joining us on the Affirm America podcast. I'm your host, Marquise Vandemark. If you haven't subscribed yet, run over to AffirmAmerica.com. These are your top five headlines for this Wednesday morning. Let's start off with headline number five. Russia wields gas as weapon of war against the West. The Wall Street Journal, Russia is set to shut its key Nord Stream natural gas pipeline Wednesday for maintenance leaving Europe guessing again about whether supplies will restart as temperatures fall and demand for the fuel grows. Whatever the outcome, European officials and energy executives say, the continent faces years of high energy prices and possible shortages as efforts to replace Russian imports clash with limited supplies elsewhere and regulations that discourage hydrocarbon usage. From Reuters, Kremlin spokesman Dmitry Peskov said on Tuesday technological problems caused by Western sanctions on Russia are the only thing standing in the way of supplying gas via Nord Stream. Number one, but France's energy transition minister, Agnes Pannier-Rancher, said very clearly Russia is using gas as a weapon of war and we must prepare for the worst case scenario of a complete interruption of supplies. Okay, so this all falls right on the Biden administration's lack of energy independence. Energy is a weapon that can be used against us if we don't have the ability to supply our nation with hydrocarbon fuels. And as a result of the Biden administration shutting down our energy independence, this is what we get. We get warfare of energy. Europe is going to feel the pinch severely this winter because they had so much relied upon Russia's energy. And the U.S. lack of foresight and its ideological push for climate issues and the Green New Deal, then we have problems all around the world. And Joe Biden is going to Saudi Arabia and Iran and Iraq and bowing to our adversaries, asking for them to give us fuel. That's what you get when you get a democratic administration that targets the American people with their ideas. They should know very clearly if they had any common sense that they don't just stop production until they come up with a alternative solution. But no, cause the American people suffering until they get their way. So let's remember this in the midterms. Remember to vote anybody but a Democrat because if you vote Democrat, you're just looking for higher energy prices inflation, stagnation, and a doomed economy, and a failed foreign policy. All right, headline number four. 
California passes FAST Act, allowing government to set wages for fast food workers. Governor Newsom has until September 30th to sign or veto the bill. From the Wall Street Journal, California's legislature passed a bill Monday to create a government panel that would set wages for an estimated half a million fast food workers in the state, a first-in-the-U.S. approach to workplace regulation that labor union backers hope will spread nationally. The bill known as the FAST Act would establish a panel with members appointed by the governor and legislative leaders composed of workers, union representatives, employers, and business advocates. They would set hourly wages of up to $22 for fast food workers starting next year and can increase them annually by the same rate as the consumer price index up to a maximum of 3.5%. Associated Press, the bill grew out of a union movement to boost the minimum wage and Andrea said it would work in conjunction with traditional union organizing to give more workers a voice in their working conditions. I mean, the Democrats never, ever learned the lesson of government getting out of the way of business, stop regulating wages, let the free markets run the wages, let businesses be able to determine their profit margins, If people want to go somewhere else, they can. This is a temporary position for many people. They should treat these low-paying jobs not as a career or a lifestyle, but as simply an entry-level occupation. So the idea of the government uh, setting these arbitrary wage limits just cut the amount of people that will be employed. It just reduces businesses' ability to serve their customers And it just never really works. It's just another Democrat idea that government knows best. And it just puts more regulations on small businesses. And it affects everybody up and down the line eventually. So again, this is California. California is a failed state because of all these Democratic regulations and rules of a government knows best party. All right, headline number three. Senior FBI agent resigns amid scrutiny of helping bury the Hunter Biden investigation. From the Washington Times, a senior FBI official in the Bureau's Washington field office has abruptly resigned after coming under congressional scrutiny for suspected political bias in handling the investigation of Hunter Biden's laptop computer. The Washington Times learned that Timothy Tilbert, an assistant special agent in charge, was forced to leave his post. The information came from two former FBI officials familiar with the situation. From the National Review, Tilbert had already been on leave since FBI Director Christopher Wray revealed during a Senate Judiciary Committee hearing earlier this month that he had found the whistleblower claims against the agent and his colleague, FBI Supervisor Intelligent Analyst Brian Auten, deeply troubling. Some Republicans have insisted that Tilbot may have been motivated by malicious political bias, pointing to his social media history, including a retweet of a Lincoln Project message that called former President Trump a psychologically broken, embittered, and deeply unhappy man. Okay, more and more of this stuff's going to continue to come out, this idea that the FBI is very biased in their opinions. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure this stuff out. They're just hiding this, this corruption, and the whistleblowers are coming out. They're revealing it, 
And it gets to a point where sooner or later that uh, Christopher Ray has to look at it and has to act because it's so obvious to everybody else. The FBI has already lost all of its credibility, especially the uh, recent raid on Mara Largo and the DOJ, Merrick Garland, also very biased, very politically motivated. And they've weaponized the DOJ and they've weaponized the FBI. And this is just one example. And the fact that the FBI is in there manipulating the 2020 election is deeply, deeply troubling. So again, once the midterms are over, Congress gets control of the House. I hope there'll be some committee hearings. They can get to the bottom of what's been going on with these two institutions. They need to be stripped and rebuilt from the ground up. All right, headline number two. President Biden calls for $37 billion to hire police officers and ban assault weapons. From Reuters, U.S. President Joe Biden vowed to ban assault weapons and fund police officers in a speech marking the first of three visits over a week to the political battleground of Pennsylvania ahead of November's congressional elections. Biden has called on Congress for $37 billion for crime prevention programs and providing some of that money to police to reduce gun crime which has surged in the United States. The Democratic president also criticized Republican lawmakers who have opposed his plans to fund law enforcement and cut gun violence. From CBS, the president's crime prevention proposal calls for $13 billion over the next five years for communities to hire and train 100,000 additional police officers, as well as nearly $3 billion to help clear court backlogs and solve murders, according to the White House. Mr. Biden's plan would also establish a $15 billion grant program for cities and states to use over the next decade to promote approaches to prevent violent crime or identify nonviolent situations that warrant a public health response with the goal of alleviating the burden on law enforcement officers. Another $5 billion will be used for evidence-based community violence intervention programs. Trust between police and the public is vital, the president said. From CBS, the attempt would be taken better if his party is not actively attempting to defund and disparage the police any chance they get. Okay, but uh, nobody believes uh, what Joe Biden says. He's just a liar. He lies all the time. He, he can't even get his name straight. So this is just a written speech thinking that he's going to affect the outcomes in Pennsylvania. But the people of Pennsylvania are much more smarter than this. They realize that this is just political BS. His party is known for defunding the police around the country. This is why crime is raging in Democratic cities. Democrats are against police. They want to defund it. They have people like Gasco and Bodine, Kim Fox. These are all the prosecutors that are democratically elected officials. And when, when uh, President uh, Biden comes out and says that he wants to do these things. Don't trust a word he says. He's a liar from day one, and he'll always be a liar. All right, headline number one. Republicans demand Facebook disclose communications with the FBI on Hunter Biden's laptop. From the Daily Wire, Republican senators are demanding that Facebook turn over its communications with the FBI regarding Hunter Biden's laptop. The American people deserve to know whether the FBI used Facebook as part of their alleged plan to discredit information about Hunter Biden. Senators Chuck Grassley and Ron Johnson wrote to Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg. Mark Zuckerberg's admission to podcast host Joe Rogan that Facebook decreased distribution of the Hunter Biden laptop story 
ahead of the 2020 election at the bidding of the FBI has sparked a massive backlash. Senator Chuck Grassley, the FBI's ill-conceived actions not only interfered in our congressional investigation by frustrating and obstructing our ability to advance the matters under review, it also interfered in the 2020 election. So Donald Trump just came out a a day or so ago saying that uh, they should overturn the election based on this new uh, revelations that uh, they directly interfered in the election process of 2020. So he should be reinstated immediately as president of the United States. And Joe Biden is considered an illegitimate president. So these are things that uh, we have to really, you know, seriously consider. This is a little tongue in cheek. But the reality is, is that when the FBI gets in there and they start tinkering with the political process and putting their thumb on the scale, this is not what the FBI was designed to do. And these are just one of many things that we're beginning to see. The FBI's politicization, the weaponization and the DOJ. This is why Democrats should never be held again in office. They should all be booted out. There is no record that we can stand on to show that the Democrats have the American people's best interest. So just remember that in the midterms, let's vote how we feel based on their past actions. All right, those are your top five headlines for this Wednesday, August the 31st, 2022. Hey, thanks for joining us on the Affirm America podcast. Look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Have a great rest of your day. God bless you. This is the Affirm America podcast with your host, Marquis Vandemark. And let's never forget, America is great and we affirm it.